When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. In this episode, we look at how to change yourself. Get excited because this is Tiny Leaps. Big change, big change. Welcome to another episode of Tiny Leaps, Big Changes, where I share simple strategies you can use to get more out of your life. My name is Greg Clunas, and in this episode, we are looking at how to change yourself, how to become better, how to become the best version of yourself. And in order to look at that, we have to look at how we became the people we are today. What were the factors involved in becoming who we are right now? And then how can we use those factors? How can we use that knowledge to drive our changes going forward, to take the behaviors we know we want to take, to accomplish the things we know we want to accomplish Now, before we jump into the episode fully, I do want to let you know that I have recently been much more active over on the Tiny Leaps Instagram. So if you want to connect with us on Instagram, see sort of the visual side of this podcast, head over to Instagram, search Tiny Leaps and give us a follow. I'd also love to chat with you. So once you give us a follow, just shoot a message to that page and I am running it myself. I'd love to get into conversation with you on whatever topic you're interested in. So how did we become the people we are today? Well, to answer this question, we need to learn about something called reciprocal determinism. Now, I'm going to be quoting an article here from the website verywellmind.com to sort of explain what reciprocal determinism is. Quote, according to psychologist Albert Bandura, reciprocal determinism is a model composed of three factors that influence behavior, the environment, the individual, and the behavior itself. According to this theory, an individual's behavior influences and is influenced by both the social world and personal characteristics. In other words, this theory states that who we are as people, the behaviors we choose to engage in on a day-to-day basis, both consciously and unconsciously, is determined both by the world around us, so the society we live in, the laws that we live under, the people who are in charge of passing those laws, the economic situation, the overall world that we live in. Our behaviors are influenced by the social world around us, as well as 
individual personal characteristics. Now, many of these characteristics come from childhood. They come from uh, how we were raised, who we were raised by, the beliefs that those people had. And of course, from the personal experiences we've had along the way, if we've experienced very traumatic things as we move through our lives, that creates a scar that creates a permanent impression in our own minds, which can then drive our behaviors going forward. So according to this theory, this theory of reciprocal determinism, behavior is made up of the world around us and the things that we have to engage with externally, as well as the internal world that we inhabit. So now let's look at each of these pieces individually, the behavior, the environment, and the individual who you are. So first of all, behavior. Behavior is controlled or determined by the individual through cognitive processes and by the environment through external social stimulus events. So for example, you've decided that you want to save some money. Now you can make that cognitive choice and you can start to take the behaviors that move you in that direction. But along the way, you run into a roadblock. You've realized that you're not able to save as much as you'd like, or maybe you have to stop saving altogether because you got let go of your job or because the economy is completely crashing or because you get sick from a pandemic disease or any number of other external stimuli. Now that's going to affect that cognitive decision that you made that's going to affect the behaviors that you can engage in. So combined, both the decisions you are making for yourself, the cognitive processes you're going through, and the environment and social stimulus around us affect your day-to-day behavior. Now, let's look at environment. Quote, the physical surroundings around the individual that contain potentially reinforcing stimuli, including people who are present or absent. So that last part is super interesting because it refers to situations where maybe you grew up in a single person household. That absence of a second parent has some effect, especially if that was not intended. If you grew up in a single parent household, but it was intended to be a two parent household, household. If whoever raised you didn't make a conscious choice to raise you as a single parent, but rather you lost a loved one early on, or they went through a divorce, or they were just never around, whatever situation caused it, is going to have a different effect on how you are raised, on how you grow up, on the environment that you exist in. Not to mention the environment that we live in right now. We are currently going through a pandemic. We are currently going through an economic collapse. We're currently going through a health crisis and massive, massive social change. Now, this is a moment where many people who are graduating college this year into this environment, their careers and their futures will be determined in part by what they are experiencing right now, by what they are seeing right now and by the conversations we're having right now. And we've already seen this play out. If you remember back to 2008, many of the people who graduated into the 2008 crisis 
They graduated college. They were all excited to get their jobs. A very large percentage of that group of people became entrepreneurs, became self-starters, went in routes that maybe weren't the traditional path simply because that's the option that was available to them. That is what the environment made possible for them. And because of the underlying stress, the reality that jobs were not secure, a lot of people decided that they were going to go out on their own. That was their only choice. So in many ways, the environment that we live in and the environment that we operate into, and especially the environment that exists as we go through individual change, such as graduating, such as getting laid off of work, such as getting a new job, whatever that change might be, the environment that exists during that time affects us in a number of ways and affects the potential outcomes of our lives. Now let's look at the individual. Quote, all the characteristics that have been rewarded in the past, personality and cognitive factors play an important part in how a person behaves, including all of the individual's expectations, beliefs, and unique personality characteristics. So this is where you come in. This is where the person you have developed, all of the ways that you have reacted to the environment, to previous behaviors, through the lessons that you have learned throughout your life, all of these things come together to create you, to create your identity. And that identity plays a massive role in the list of potential behaviors that are available to you when something happens. Now, obviously, there is no actual limit on what you can do. You can react in any number of ways, and we all do. There is a massive spectrum of how people react to situations, but there is a list of potential reactions that are more likely than others based on who you are as an individual, based on the experiences you've had in the past, based on who you are trying to become and what you aspire to. There is more of a psychological limit on the potential things you are going to do as a result of or in response to something than you might think. And that list, that limit is comprised largely from the experiences you've had in the past, what you have known has worked, what has not worked, the things you You've been rewarded for the things you've been praised for the things you've praised yourself for the things that you value whether or not you grew up in the church or without religion all of these factors create who you are and create the list of potential responses to a situation and the environment around you now each of these factors over the course of your life have combined in unimaginable ways to create you your identity the behaviors that you have engaged in and chosen to do throughout the entirety of your life, the environment and the social stimulus that has affected you and reinforced certain things throughout the entirety of your life, especially those situations that have existed when you have made massive change, such as graduating, starting a new job, leaving a job, so on, so forth. And all of the characteristics that make up who you are as an individual, the way that you were raised, who you were raised by, the beliefs that were around when you were raised. Each of these factors combine to create you in this moment right now. And it can do so in an endless number of ways. This is why we are all unique. Now, 
now that we understand how all of this fits together, how we are created, this idea of who we are is created, it's time to figure out how do we change this in the future? Well, we now understand that there are three main categories of things that lead to defining who we are. So if we want to define a new version of ourselves, we need to make changes in three core areas. That is our behavior. What do we do on a day-to-day basis? What decisions do we make on a day-to-day day basis. If we can make changes in this area, we will not only create change in who we are and how we see ourselves, we're also going to create change in the list of opportunities that we have. By taking certain behaviors over others, it creates certain outcomes over others. Now, number two, we need to change our environment. What is the physical situation you find yourself in? What is the social situation you find yourself in? If you can make changes in this area, you are going to connect with new people. You're going to experience new things. You're going to think about the world differently. And that is a key component to changing who you are as a person. And then finally, the individual. How do we change ourselves? How do we reprogram the beliefs that we've held on to for many years? How do we retrain ourselves to act in certain ways, depending on the situation that we're dealing with rather than in other ways? That is a core difference in beliefs. And if you can change those beliefs, you open up the world to any number of options and opportunities and chances that you never could have imagined otherwise by changing one of these things because i want to make this clear this can feel overwhelming you have to change your behavior you have to change your environment you have to change your beliefs blah blah, yada 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 by changing just one of these things though you change the potential combinations think of this as a math problem if a plus b equals c what happens if you change one of those letters all of a sudden it equals something else. So you don't need to change everything. You don't need to change both A and B. You just need to change A. If A plus B equals C, but you change A to D, what does D plus B equal? Not C, something different. It's that simple. If you want to change who you are as a person, it is that simple. Now it is not easy. I say this all the time. Change is not easy. This is going to be a painful process. This is going to be something that honestly along the way you might feel like you wish you never started. But if you want to change, if you want to improve, if you want to gain more of what you want, then change one of the letters. Change your behavior, change your environment, or change your beliefs. Focus all of your efforts on changing one of those areas and you'll start to see change in the overall problem. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. It means so much when you are willing to spend some time with me. As I said in the beginning of the episode, I am getting way more active over on the Tiny Leaps Instagram. So if you want to connect with me there, if you want to see the visual side of the podcast, if you want to learn more about what drives behavior, who we are, and how to change, then you've got to head over to Instagram, do a search for Tiny Leaps, and give the page a follow. Thank you again for being here. I've been Greg Clunas. And as always, remember that all big changes come from the tiny leaps you take every day, every day, every day.